It's April 20th, 2021, and this is Diz Podopolis, where we talk about Disneyland, Walt Disney World, and everything in between. A dream is a wish your heart makes when you're fast asleep in dreams. Your dreams in Sunday, your rainbow will come shining through. No matter how hard it's screaming, if you keep on believing, the dreams that you wish will come true. Happy four year anniversary. Well, there you go, girls and boys. Yes. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Diz Podopolis, and this is episode 44. And yes, this is our four-year anniversary, so we have been doing this Fiona's entire high school career. So we started at the end of your eighth grade year, and now we're at the end of your senior year. I sometimes think after doing high school, I could go more productive in entertainment. Oh, okay. Well, she's going to entertain us more. Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. I, I can't believe it's been four years. It's flown by. It has. Really, really has. And um, so much has changed. I think the person who has most changed in the room is Fiona. You're the winner of Most Improved Podcaster. That is and- a good honor. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm very fond and, and, and wealth-worthy. Wealth, Do I look the youngest? Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> she has the best skin in the room, is what she's okay. basically saying. Yes, she looks the youngest. Okay, yes. Yes, you do. You have more collagen in your skin than your mother and I do. Yeah. <laughs> Look at my feet. Okay. All right. So, th- yeah. What you got for us, Fiona? Spider pig. Spider pig does whatever a spider pig can. Can he swing from a web? Uh, nope, he can't. He, um, he or she's a pig. Okay. Watch out. He's a, she's a spider pig. <laughs> okay, Fiona. So, Miss um, Miss Fiona has brought Miss Piggy to our podcast today. And this is the new... Oh, the... A new booze? Newbies? New moves. New, new, new moves. Or, oh, Lord. I even did a whole article on it. I can't even pronounce it right. So, the it, new emos, I think is how you pronounce it. The yeah. Japanese... Uh, what are those about? Uh, six inch tall uh, plush characters that came out with the Fab Five. Recently, now- they're couple characters. Okay, couples. Okay, and this one is Miss Piggy. And I have no Kermit because some guy thought, oh, people are less caring about the Muppets. Well, we don't have Kermit because Kermit was all sold out. Well, yeah, but I thought one cast member said, oh. Oh, we don't have Kermit because I thought everyone was less caring about the Muppets. No, he was actually surprised that they were sold out of the Kermit, and that was the most popular one, and he was pretty excited because he didn't realize how much fanfare there was for the Muppets and how many people really loved the Muppets. Uh, I mean, yeah. (laughs) And one key thing, uh, about almost all of them don't have mouths. Yeah, that is interesting. (laughs) Boop. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. So th- yeah, they don't have mouths. That's kind of funny. I I I mean, there's also Stitch and Angel, and people are like, uh, uh, how much how. How many appearances has Angel appeared in the Leo and Stitch franchise? Angel? The, oh, I don't the, know. The pink Stitch. Yeah, I know the pink. Yeah, that because that was Adia's favorite. Yeah, Adia loved Angel. But it doesn't feel like she gets that much appearances in the franchise. No, but she gets a lot of appearance in the park. There's a lot of plush angels. I mean, she was in she was in a few episodes of the TV show and the third movie. Okay. And I think I read there was there was after an American series they came off an anime. <laughs> which, oh really? Yeah. Huh. Very interesting. I didn't know they had her in an anime. All right. So oh also the song Fiona you have to tell the people where the song is from and why you're singing it. It was just like a huge thing that was going on in our family for a while. All right. Okay. So most recently. I saw the Simpsons movie, the Simpsons movie, mm-hmm. which it, it's Fox guys, so it's appropriate. Well, it's on the Disney Plus. Yeah. Well, some of the Simpsons is on Disney Plus. Yeah. I mean, it's. Do you think it's hard for them the stream a show that's been going for like forever? Yeah, we're into twenty plus years with the Simpsons. I don't think mm, it's hard, but it's a more lot than that. Of- I think we're thirty, Colleen. Shut shut up. Just stop yeah. it. I'm not that mm. old. No, we are. It's over 30. <laughs> shh, shh. Don't ruin my life. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't ruin my day. Yes. Yeah, so you were, you were in high school when it came out. I know because of the Tracy Ullman show that I I watched the Tracy Ullman show, which is where the Simpsons first appeared as a little, you know, sketch in or in between the shows and then it became its own show. Yeah. No, I'm not. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Ryan. You're welcome. No, we are that old, Dad. <laughs> we are that old. Yeah. And, and since, since Homer made, made a pet with a pig, he mm-hmm. nicknamed him Spider Pig. Why not? Why not? And it just felt like a big jig for me. Well, yeah, no, everyone, yeah, even Elias, my youngest kid, was really into Spider Pig. He even drew a Spider Pig comic. But I just, they just class stomp to it this spring break mm-hmm. so every boys and girls you're so welcome for our four-year anniversary yes spider pig has been introduced <laughs> <laughs> good character even though he's not usually what, what he what, what she seems yeah i don't think miss piggy would like to be spider pig i'm just throwing <laughs> it out there I did like Fiona's rendition of Spider Pig, though, with Miss Piggy. <laughs> I, I wish everybody could have seen the video. Yeah, she it was, was spectacular. I, <laughs> I will make a video someday. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Oh, and we also... There are, I, I have a big news to report about. Do you really want to talk about this? Yeah. Okay. She needs to talk about this. That's fine. So That's okay. Let me, let me hey, preface this. Hey, listeners... Oh, let me let me preface this. So, um, a family that we know, and it's a baby that uh, we would watch regularly, um, had passed away, and so we attended the funeral on Friday, and it's very sad. And Fiona was very sad, and and rightfully so when something was, like that happens. I was just like, why? Yes, that that was he was just he he was just born. Right, right. It is very, very sad. Yes, and everyone, everyone asks the question, why? 
You I, don't. I mean, he he loved The Lion King, The mm-hmm. Little Mermaid, music by Tom Penny, and I think Willie Nelson as well. Yes. So the parents were talking about things that he really liked, and so they mentioned The Lion King and The Little Mermaid. He was in the ICU for three weeks, and they thought they had under, everything under control. But unfortunately, you know, it's such um, a, a situation where things can just go so wrong with little babies. It's hard to fix babies. And um, he didn't make it, and they tried desperately to save he's, his life, but sometimes he disappeared. He and as that other twin would grow up, he would be all, he, his parents would say to him, did you remember the time that you had a twin brother? Well, they might say that. I don't know if they will or not. Yes, he was a twin. So he has a little brother who's having a really hard time. They were just heard one who's having a hard time going to sleep right now because he misses his brother. Two brothers. In the war. Oh, okay. So you're thinking about the song. Is that the, the Abraham Lincoln or was it? It was like, it was also an American scene or not the great world America show. Oh, in Epcot? Yeah. Yeah. Well, those were adult brothers that made the decision to yeah. join the Civil War, which happened a lot. There'd be one brother on the Union and one in the South. And so, yeah, there's a song that they played there, and and one brother died and one brother came home. I thought you would insert that in. The song? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. One woke blue and one woke gray as they marched along the way. A fife and drum began to play all on a beautiful morning. sad and it's okay to ask why and really that question can't be answered yeah yeah but out for ado let's let's get in in into the theming of this episode okay so maybe we can dedicate our episode to beckett you want to dedicate it to beckett yeah let's do that i would like to say say a good morning to to Be- beckett Wal- walter mayhoney Mah- mahoney mahoney yeah what a strange last name. Well, it's a little... Because <laughs> it has the word honey in it. So, yeah. But, like, um, you were talking about we're just going to smother the family with love, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it, make wasn't, them... it wasn't for your baby shadow shower. Oh, yeah. So, we're just going to, you know, help them all we can and give them love, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll dedicate this episode to him, and now we're going to talk about um, our question. Oh, we didn't even say hello. We didn't even introduce ourselves. I said hello. Well, Fiona always says hello. (laughs) All right, Ryan, you want to say hello to all our people out there? 
Hello, welcome. We are glad you're here listening with us. Um, we cannot believe it's been four years. It's been a fun four years. So uh, thank you for joining us over the past little bit. Yes, yes. And I'm Colleen. And yeah, thanks for hanging in for us for listening to four years. Absolutely. It's been an adventure. That's for sure. <laughs> Adventure's out there. <laughs> Adventure is out there. It is. It is. Okay. So, Fiona, what's our question for the night? It, it turns out that the way I wanted to make our next vacation excited is I went I went on dressing up mim- mimicking characters, which which is bounding. Right. So Fiona really threw her hat in the ring on this trip and the bounding. Absolutely. So we're going to talk about the different different outfits you had for each day. Right. We had three. Four. Well, we had four. But three were new. Three were new and one we've done before. But yeah, so we, and we visited the park four days and you did four boundings. So we did it, girls and boys. Her suitcase won for weight and girth. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Hard getting that thing zipped up. Especially since it was mostly warm during our vacation. So the rest of us had plenty of room <laughs> in our suitcases. All right, so which bounding outfit we'd like to wear to the parks? Now, I've never bound. I've gone in full costume as Princess Leia, but I've never bound before. Okay, so Fiona, who gets to go first? How about um, Mom? Oh, I get to go first? All right. So I am all over this one. So I, I think I've mentioned probably... My favorite Disney movie as a child. My favorite Disney movie as a child was The Rescuers. Um, and not the Down Under one. I'm unfortunately older than that. So well, <laughs> yeah, it that just keeps pointing out to me. Yeah, it just it just felt like Down Down Under felt a bit less less known for 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 people people that are on the vintage side well but the funny thing it's not because i went online and loungefly has done a whole rescuers down under set like a backpack and a wallet and a little bag yeah i'm like where's my love (laughs) where's the original rescuers love why are you getting love for jake the kangaroo mouse well I, I think that the millenniums millennials have like won. They win. <laughs> I'm the loser in the Gen X over here. The Disney resonance. Yeah. Okay. So I want to do Bianca from The Rescuers. And she is all about purple and white. So I definitely have to have like a purple scarf and probably a more white outfit. Maybe I do some uh, like a purple bottom and then definitely something purple in my hair. So it's a lot of lavender more than purple purple, but lavender and lilac colors are definitely what she does. And maybe some pink, cause she's got some pink in her ears. And then I need a lounge fly rescuers backpack. So as soon as they come out with that, then I can do the outfit. Is that okay? Yeah, and right. you you were kind of tricking around with another option, right? Was okay. So I say, visually, one of my okay. So I have two Disney movies that I visually love, um, and one of those is Bambi. That's like probably one of my favorite visual movies. The colors, um, the light, 
the every way the way it's treated the characters with those just adorable baby faces on the animals it's just absolutely breathtaking and beautiful why do, and why do the boys look like girls well they're babies sure <laughs> it's okay uh so that's that was it my other visual favorite is sleeping beauty because they're and they're both very very unique movies but yeah, so I was playing around with the idea of Thumper. I just love the concept of Pump Thumper and how he's always, you know, stomping his foot and has the great sayings from his dad. I just love everything about that. But I probably, if I did that, I'd probably have a lot of pastel colors added with the flowers and do some like gray uh, shawl maybe and some uh brown uh, maybe grayish pants and a darker color and then i need some pastels for sure and they do have a brand new lounge fly bambi backpack that is just absolutely the most adorable woodland creature thing you've ever seen in your entire life so there's that and i love it and i gotta clap (laughs) (laughs) all right so ryan what are you going for well Oddly enough, I, I was thinking um, potentially Jiminy Cricket. All right. Uh, I've always liked that character. Um, and I think, and you know, I was, kind of, me. I, I was like thinking like hat wise, you know, you could wear a nice blue hat or something, you know, it wouldn't have to be exactly a top hat, but you know, something like that. No, and, and, uh, I would think that would go over the costume board warrior. Oh, two, yeah. Two costume yeah. Yeah, two costumes. Yeah, so you just kind of like get a like it would be like a blue hat, um, which I have that you know a bunch of those and stuff. But that also gives you sun protection, and then you can carry an umbrella with you, which gives you the rain protection. But you need both of those in Florida. So I'm just like thinking also practically that that <laughs> that's nice. not a bad one. <laughs> and then you can have layers too because you can have your vest and a jacket and stuff and take it off. And so you know. I'm just kind of thinking practically. <laughs> you are. Perfect. Well, we're yeah. girls and we never think practically. Oh, please. <laughs> you think practically way more than I do. <laughs> no, I do. I do. I, I do. I don't. Fiona, like, went overboard. I mean, she, I mean, we'll talk about it a little bit, but she stuck to her guns on these outfits. It was impressive. I could not have done it like she did this this year. Oh, I saw. I saw some. I was like, oh, did she wear that in the Florida sun all day long? And you're like, uh-huh. I was like, wow. <laughs> all right, Fiona, what's next? What what amazing costume or bounding out there are we going to have to design for you next time? Oh, no? Um. Okay, so I'm going to go ridiculous. Oh, okay. So me with the Disney afternoon cartoons. Oh, because obviously I've been meet me with friends that that loved that have grown up with these afternoon afternoon shows shows and um and um Elias you, you might hate me but my favorites so far are the gummy bears oh so you're gonna do the gummy bears eh? oh you know I love the gummy bears yay yeah so, <laughs> yeah I know no one will will tell who i am but but it's on purpose because because i've i've teamed up with i've saw a lot of chick, chicks being really really obscure in the park women in the park uh just instagrammers 
Oh, okay. And I I just made not long ago. I made it's Instagram filters. Oh, oh. So you found these designs on Instagram? No, oh. I I made them. Oh, oh. We need to put these out there. Yeah. Oh, I see. So you found all the pieces that go with each. So you took. Basically, parts of other things that you saw and put them together so they would work with the gummy bears. Well, isn't that a, just the cutest thing I ever saw in my entire life? So, okay, who? They, they look ridiculous. Oh, no, they don't. Who is that? That's Cubby Bear. Okay, so Cubby Bear is a lot of pink is going on. So, like a pink sweatshirt, pink shorts, pink socks, pink shoes. It was that white shirt. Yeah. A blue hat. And a red, is that a red vest? Yeah. Okay. I couldn't find anything that was like simple, mm-hmm. like yellow and red stripes going down. I don't know how you could find something yellow and red stripes. That would be really impressive. Maybe a, you could maybe be, be able to find um, a shirt from the 80s. Because <laughs> that was an 80s with, show. With yellow and red stripes. but This is Sunny Bear. Okay, so Sunny Bear has a green, it looks like a Peter Pan collar Yeah, dress. so I'll get a lot of Peter Pan comments. Yes, you would. <laughs> Yellow tights, uh, some nice little barrettes with green gems in them, a purple belt, and green shoes. Okay, so what you guys need to know, Fiona's favorite shoes are Vans slip-ons. So every pair of shoes she picks are Vans slip-ons. She doesn't, and, and some of the, that's a, a sensory issue that she has. This is Zombie Bear. Uh, okay, zombie bear. Zum, not zombie. <laughs> Zummy. Zummy. AKA Zummy. Tigger. All right. Tigger voice. Oh, yeah, because this is the voice of Tigger. So it's a uh, dark blue turtleneck. Uh, I don't know. Oh, he. I thought he kind of had like like a little neck extra neck piece on him. Okay, and then a red kind of sweater jacket, uh, purple pants, purple band shoes, a yellow feather. And a, was that red ribbon? Uh, I don't know. You can almost put them anywhere, like on the hat. All right. Yeah, because his hat's kind of blue and red stripes. And was this his potion? There's like a little box. Well, in the show, they drink gummy bear juice, which right. makes them hop hop all over the place. Cool. I like to hop. Gr- gr- next is Grammy Bear. Grammy Bear. She's holding a pie. Lovely. <laughs> So, uh, is it supposed to be like an orange wig? Yeah. Okay, so an orange wig, uh, orange vans, a blue hat, a light blue sweater. Are, are you? Is that a pie purse? Yes. A pie purse, because I guess Grammy Bear always carries a pie with her. And then blue pants. Oh, I think I mentioned the blue pants. All right. Well, nice. Nice job. Oh, wait a minute. What's this one? Gruffy. Gruffy Bear. Gruffy Bear. Do you remember all these names, Ryan? Yes. Not all of them, no. <laughs> a few of them, though, I, I, I do. I even remember the names of the humans. Uh, Ke- Kevin, Princess Kala, D- Duke Igforn. Oh, boy. <laughs> okay, so this guy is... Oh, so you have, like, a green earmuff hat, uh, brown vans, brown pants, a yellow sweater, and a blue belt. I mean, sorry, brown belt. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, this is Tommy Bear. Tommy, is this the last one? Yeah. Tommy, you've got them all. This is crazy. Tommy Bear. So we have a red hat, an orange feather. There's a lot of feathers going on in these outfits. It was the medieval ages that 
The medieval ages? Please. Okay. So we all... Okay. A brown dress, brown bag, brown shoes. Was that blue tights? Blue gray? Kind of a blue gray tights? Well, he's gray. Yeah. And then like a little collar thing going on. What in the world is that? Oh, that... Oh, my gosh. She found... Because for the berry... Knott's Berry Farm. It's a Knott's Berry Farm pen with boys and uh, boys and is it boys? Yeah, boys and berries hanging from it. Oh my gosh, that's awesome! That is that is awesome. Love it. Thanks for the nod to the Knott's. All right. Uh, the end. The end. Good job, buddy. Well, it's just it was just it's just like I would say Elias would hate me if I do this. Uh, we don't care what Elias thinks. Yes, as I kept playing it. Showing as he realized all the high, high voices and easy tricks and adventures. He was like, I hate the show. Well, it's an <laughs> <laughs> it's not appropriate for 11-year-old boys. It's not made for them. Exactly. Made for younger kids, like in elementary school. The, the, I, I'm, I don't care. Okay. Well, yes. Thank goodness. That's why I watch those cartoons alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I think I did a big wrap up right there. Did you? All right, we good. Good job, Fiona. Excellent day. All right, so we ready to talk about our subject for the night? Yep. All right, so tonight, girls and boys, we're going to be talking about our spring break, the spring break that Fiona and I went on, and like I said, we spent four days in the park. So, all right, let's get to it. And now it's time to head over to Area 71. So thanks for joining us tonight. And as we previously said, we're going to be talking about the trip that Fiona and I went on during spring break. And this was, I don't, like, I don't even know how to explain to people anymore. Uh, the first day of our vacation. Like, first days of vacation never go right for us. There's no <laughs> way. There's no planning. I can't even. It's me. Let's just, <laughs> it's me. I mean, how are it's the first days? How are the first days always meant to be good? Uh, they never are. No matter how I plan, no matter what I think is gonna go well, it just doesn't go well. And and this one was my fault, and that's fine. I'll own it. I don't care. A lot of things were happening, and it didn't go right. <laughs> I don't even know anymore. That happens. Oh, lordy, lordy. <laughs> So this one started out for our spring break. We're going to go to Florida. We did a little bit different this year. We spent half, well, less than half, but we spent some of it on the Cocoa Beach side of Florida. So on the Atlantic Ocean side. And then we did our time at Walt Disney World because we still have our season passes because of the shutdown of Walt Disney World for that time period. And they extended them until October, uh, sorry, not October 1st, August 1st is when our season passes expire. So anywho, I booked us a flight on Frontier Airlines. 
And let me just say, I've never. Oh <laughs> yeah, and and this is what what my topsy turvy brain just went went towards too. Oh, Chihuahuas. So you know, we've canceled a lot of vacations, a lot of plans over the last year, which I'm sure you all have done. That's just been the way it's been for the last year. And I have plans that always are meant to be plotted. Yeah, and apparently Frontier decided to cancel whole days of flying. So <laughs> it happened to be we're supposed to leave on a Saturday uh, out of San Antonio Airport. Uh, we got to the airport. Yes, I was. we were literally the only people there trying to get on a Frontier flight because everyone else is capable. I was just capable. like, oh, what family did, did this for us? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is to cancel the flight. Right. So apparently I'm the only one with the ability not to read emails. Now, keep in mind, I did receive these emails while I was in the hospital with my daughter. So I kind of didn't read through them as carefully as I should. Uh, they had changed our return flight and canceled our flight there. And I, I would have picked it up if they had refunded our money, but they hadn't. They didn't refund our money on our flight there. And they canceled it and just had the return flight and didn't give us an, like the only option I had was to re change our return flight. There wasn't an option to change the flight going there. And so I just like Southwest has done that on before, before, you know, changed flights, but they've never canceled a flight and not given us a choice. I'm not going to fly Frontier again. <laughs> I had to call them up four times to get our money back from the flight situation. And uh, finally on the fourth call, I got somebody who was non-argumentative, was kind and said, oh yes, here's your money. So, and then the money was uh, put into, you know, was refunded to us. So it was just, what do you do? I, I, I give up. The first day is always gonna be bad. Uh, so we were stuck at the airport with no way to get to Orlando, but we could get home. Uh, we thought about renting a car. That's a horrible idea because it was about $1,500 to rent a car going one way. <laughs> uh, and then um, basically my husband goes, okay, we're just going to drive. So we get home, we get our car, we get our luggage is already packed, you know, so we just, uh, we dropped off the very kind person that drove us to the airport and luckily they stayed, <laughs> didn't leave us. Uh, so we, you know, they came back, got us. We went home, got some lunch because by then, you know, it was lunchtime and then took off down the road to Orlando, which is a two day till, drive. Till we drive till, till like 12 a.m. Yes, it was a very long day of driving because we started so late because uh, it was after, I think it was like 1.30 by the uh, time we started. Uh, nope, nope. Ten more hours to go. <laughs> Yes, yeah. So we drove from San Antonio to Biloxi, Mississippi, which is about halfway there. But unfortunately, apparently, every single road on I-10 was being reconstructed. <laughs> we're dying. We were dying. It, you know, especially Louisiana was pretty darn bad. So what we figured they're doing, because we've driven this I-10 many, many times before, and it looks like, I mean, this is, they, they had to do this. this. It was long past due. They're actually raising up the rows of I-10 now so they won't flood because they flooded pretty much every year. So they're, you know, 
making it so Rose can go under the highway and you're like above the ground. Now there is a big stretch through Louisiana, which is actually really amazing and beautiful because you're up above the Everglades area. So you, the swamp area, so you can see all the beautiful trees and waters and everything as you go through. What are you um, doing near my swamp? <laughs> so, um, yeah, it was, I yeah, I know how much you guys are familiar with Louisiana, Louisiana floods every single year, and there's a strip of the I-10 oh, yeah. oh, yeah. I think I think that, two I think, or three times Yeah, I think that view from the parking space was beautiful. It is. It is. I would much any day of the year. I will drive from Texas to Florida over Texas to California, because Texas until you get to Arizona is pretty darn barren. It is pretty awful. Uh, and but then once you get to Arizona, you get these amazing rock formations and boulders, and it's just gorgeous. It's it. it it's kind of, it's almost eerie, like passing from New Mexico into Arizona. It's like you flip a switch and you get these beautiful red rocks. But anyhow, so that was a very, very long journey to Biloxi, Mississippi. And I think we left at like uh, 1.30 and got there around midnight. So it is what yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah, I went. One of those parking spaces have, have like a garage building that, that, that had the, word uh like d- dunder in it and i was like elias was like dunder like the office dunder mifflin <laughs> <laughs> yeah so on the next day we drove to basically Cocoa beach florida if you guys aren't familiar that's about an hour away from walt disney world and is kind of the port that a lot of uh, their cruise ships would sail sail out of uh, Florida, so you know it's it's not too terribly far away, and it's actually quite beautiful. We stayed at uh, the DoubleTree Suites in Melbourne Beach, uh, is the the oceanfront one that they have, and it's an older hotel. I'd say probably the 1980s, but it's been completely renovated, and every single room has a view of the ocean which is amazing because they don't build hotels like this anymore. So one side of your room had a view of the ocean and the other side had a view of the peninsula because you're, you know, you're on a little streak, a little island peninsula area, uh, you know, because you're there to break the hurricanes before they hit the mainland. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> Which is true of a lot of the Gulf, the Gulf area. Uh, they put a lot of the hotels right smack dab in the way of the hurricanes because those are the, they put them right on the beach, on the ocean or the Gulf. And that's, you know, those are naturally created uh, peninsulas and islands to break, to break the storms from the mainland. But they're also beautiful views and, sunsets or sunrises there right so the, the sun rises the president's near the president's of of this hotel was William Albert Solomon and and Leonard or Anna Solomon oh okay chirp, chirp. <laughs> <laughs> so there were plaques on the wall at the Doubletree Hotel I guess of the Solomons, I'm guessing they started the Doubletree chain of hotels. 
And there's there's those year meanings being... That's the year they passed. Yeah, I was thinking of that. Yeah, they weren't very old. So we stayed there. I know you've stayed along the Atlantic Ocean quite a few times. Where do you stay, Ryan? Um, well, we usually are down more like in the Fort Lauderdale area. And usually where the Hilton property is down there. How far away is that from Walt Disney World? Uh, about three, three and a half hours. Okay. It's not terribly far. No, uh-uh. Yeah, because they, they have a turnpike that that's, you know, pretty direct from Orlando down to that area. So. Yeah, yeah, they definitely, Florida is very set up for everything to go to Orlando very quickly. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. And I know they're trying to get some high-speed rail into from South Florida to Orlando. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah, Tampa, too. Like, it's a very little, like, a, um, spokes out from there. Yeah, like. from Orlando. Yeah. But, no, we usually, um, you know, it'll just kind of depend. Um, I do like the Hollywood, I, the Hollywood Beach area. That's nice. Um, we stayed there. We stayed down in South Beach. We stayed, you know, Fort Lauderdale itself. So... Um, both the Hilton and the Conrad there are nice and stuff. You just have to like look and see if you can get some good rates <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. Well, this is definitely the time for good rates. Because the rates fluctuate. Yeah. Rates fluctuate. Oh, yeah. Even now. Yeah. Well, we'll fluctuate some and stuff. And so, you know, you'll find one resort that's, you know, maybe like on the beach and maybe, I don't know, around. 200 ish dollars a night and then like you know the one next door is like 500 dollars a night so you just have to like look <laughs> yeah it, it truly it truly is bizarre i know this we paid well under that for the melbourne yeah. beach but i you know yeah our spring breaks a little bit off from everybody else's it's much earlier i think it's i think our school district is the earliest spring break in the nation so a lot of things yeah. aren't even open yet and for quite a while, you could find stuff between one one to two hundred dollars a night and stuff. But that, I mean, you know, things were very very slow mm-hmm. and stuff for a little bit. But you know, it's just kind of you just gotta gotta look and see. You just never know. And then it's always good to do stuff on points too. Yeah. Yeah, because we just did the Curio Collection down in, in Key, we did the Curio Collection down in Key West during spring break, and we did that on points. It was a good use of points. Were they doing so. breaks right now with the points because of the situation or was it? Uh, we just got, we just got a pretty good deal. Maybe there was a bit of a break for a while and stuff. And we got a pretty good deal on points and stuff. And with Hilton, you know, it's like if you stay four nights, you get the fifth night free. Oh yeah. You yeah, yeah, yeah. Do four night, four nights on points. And then the fifth night is free. So all of that's always helpful too. And stuff. So, you know, uh, Hilton's fine. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. Yeah, Hilton's nicer than a lot. Um, there's obviously nicer hotels than that, but I, I'm not. That's I'm good. <laughs> good. good yeah, we stay at a range. I mean, we'll stay at Hampton Inns and Double Trees and Hiltons and Conrads and Curio. It just kind of depends on location and price. Those are your big things. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We've we've almost outside. We've outsized a Hampton Inn. They're really for four. For and under. Now they don't mind if you bring a blow up mattress, which we do a lot, because sometimes yeah. there's only a Hampton Inn, and so you know, blow up mattress it is. You know, yeah, we rock paper scissor it for for the kids. 
Yep, yep, yep. Uh, double, uh, what is it? It's a uh, Homewood Suites usually has a little bit bigger. You can get some bigger rooms there for larger families. Yeah, we get six people in there. And the home two suites are also, you can mm-hmm. get six people in there, which is nice. Because nobody wants to blow up mattress. <laughs> Let's just be honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, of course, embassy suites and stuff mm-hmm. will also and stuff it's just kind of you just have to look around <laughs> oh yeah yeah and then yeah and the double i, I my probably my my favorite right now is the double tree suites because a lot of them have been upgraded real recently and mm-hmm. uh, they're just i you don't get the free food in the morning uh we'd get some because we're we have a diamond status but you know Give or take here and there, but there was no embassy suite, so that wasn't even an option. When we were yeah, if you're on, if you're gold or diamond, then they do include food with some kind of con- at least continental breakfast at right. different properties and stuff. So almost all their properties, you'll get a continental breakfast if you're gold or diamond. Yeah, for two. For two, for two. not and then kids, not for the whole family. And then you kids eat free under a certain age. Like if you have one adult, then the kid eats free. So here's a little game. We Every play. little bit helps. You got to kind of like look and play the numbers games on all of it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, one of the reasons. Did you like where you, did you like where you stayed? We did. We did. Cause it was, you know, it was right on the beach. Like you walk down and beach, you know, there's a pool, which is always nice to have a pool, you know, cause mm-hmm. it's just, you know, it's fun. I mean, you if can it's do more worth swimming. like staying in the, in the Corpus Christi t- condo where you also get a pool, but you can also go to the beach and get wet as well. <laughs> yeah, it's nice having that combo, the beach and the pool. It's a nice combination. Uh, now, the only problem with our spring break, because it is so darn early, uh, a lot of times the weather is huge hit or miss. And Oh, yeah, was- it was like it was like cold at, mm-hmm. at the Cocoa Beach. Yeah, so it was a miss this time with the weather. Uh, we did do we did a day at the beach and the pool, so we did that with the kids. Uh, not too terribly long outside. I mean, it was still hours, but you know it. You know, you kind of want to get inside and you know not be cold. And so what I did with the kids is we kind of took a break and uh, we drove down to the Ron John Surf Shop, which mm-hmm. is I think it's about thirty minutes down the road from where we were like we had to go north to get up there so i just thought that would be fun you know to stop there and and take a look i know you've you've been there in the past ryan that was one of the places you went as a kid Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah as a kid it's fun it's 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 very touristy and stuff but i I still think it's fun i have always have a good time yeah well i you know i thought it (laughs) My kids, let's, okay, so I have strange children. I'm just going to say that. They kind of had like an anxiety attack when they got, this is something to to know. Like if you have kids with sensory, this store is huge and it is Uh, big. And and like like I said, Elias' word to, to say a lot when he dislikes something is cringe. Right. Like this was not... Elias, my youngest son, who's 11, this was not his favorite place to go in the whole wide like, world. It feels like when he said criticism, he's just like, are people, people meant not to like this as well? Yeah. So, you know, it had two stories in it. And so we kind of like walked around. I was pretty much dragging my kids to the whole store. But honestly, we don't go shopping a lot when we're on vacation. We're kind of just like doing stuff. 
So they're not really used to that. And I didn't even think about that until we got there. So one thing to keep in mind, when you do do something out of the ordinary with your kids, they are going to respond maybe negatively. Not necessarily, but, you know, in this situation, it was just too big, too much, and uh, very intimidating to them. Because we don't go to malls a whole lot. Oh, yeah. And, And fun fact. They did actually fight a lot on this spring break. Well, they're yeah, they're siblings, so that's warranted. Oh, you 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 take something back, you, or you say something about like, like we're the bad guys, <laughs> and, and and we're and, and we're trying to charge back at you. <laughs> what? Uh, after we ate at Kane's, Elias had a huge meltdown. Oh yeah, he was like, well, he's the baby of the family, and so he always thinks he gets the short end of the stick. Like, he never thinks that you know everything. Everyone's like against him, or I don't know. I don't know. I think it was some something on his phone he wanted. Oh okay, yes. There's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot all the time. But as you know, so we did do the Ranjan. Sir shop. I got a t-shirt from my husband, Jeff, because that's what you got to do, right? You buy a Ron John t-shirt. Here, my kids, no, 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 thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> All right. We had them growing up. My dad loves them. We, we, we could get a towel. <laughs> yeah, we got a towel. Like, I'd love to get beach towels in different places we go. That's the thing I do. I, I know. I just... Something I do. I think it's I think it's cool. I think it's fun. And then I had to get a magnet for my magnet board. I have like a crazy magnet board. Yeah, we, we got a flat snow globe ma- magnet. Yep, we did. It's a flat snow globe. Snow globe. So it's not really a globe. I don't know. It's a strange rectangle. <laughs> Half globe? <laughs> Anyone gets, we... gets the name of those? <clears throat> yeah, I don't know where that is. But, you know, I enjoyed it. It's fun. It is a total tourist trap. But, you know, I guess I don't do enough of those with my kids. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's fun. Like, it's, it's like, especially if you're into a beach. Oh, yeah. And they have those toys where it's like, where it's mm-hmm. like, surfer dudes. The, surf, mm-hmm. the surfers, they'll come right back at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but those are entertaining. Yeah. And then we also went... Um, Okay, and this is like the parts where half of the stuff we were we're trying we're trying to finish a goal gets canceled. Oh, finish a goal? To win our goals. Oh, our goals. Oh, okay. Yeah. Get canceled. All right. So, the other there's two other reasons that you go to Cocoa Beach. So, you go cuz there's the Kennedy Space Center. But mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, right now, a lot of the Kennedy Space Center's closed, and it's very pricey. It was going to cost about I don't know, like three hundred dollars for all of us to go, mm. and a lot of it's not functioning right Dang now. Dang it! It was our getaway to the stars. Gateway to the stars. Gateway to the stars. Yeah, so they call that kind of stretch the Kennedy Space Center the Gateway to the Stars because you mm-hmm. know we shoot up mi- missile, uh, we shoot up spaceships, and they're in the stars, right? Mm, all kinds of rockets and satellites. Yep, everything. <laughs> a lot of stuff goes out of Kennedy Space Center. Yeah, so we didn't visit just because I, I want to go when things are open. That's one of those yeah. things you definitely want to wait, especially if you're going to spend that kind of money. And I thought the inside of the service area was, it was quite a museum. 
Okay, so instead, we decided to spend our time outside and we went to the Canaveral National Seashore that is adjacent to the Kennedy Space Center. And I thought we liked for a long time to look for more shells. Yeah, and, and so you know, we went to this other beach. I love, oh my gosh, let, I highly recommend going to National Seashores. They, there's something about them that is so peaceful like there's another there's a level of peacefulness at the national seashore that you don't get at a typical beach like if you're going to sunbay this isn't the beach you go to right this is the beach you go to to walk and look and see what you can find and just kind of like take take it all in and you know go in the, the water obviously go in the water and have fun but there's just like an, a level of peace there that you don't get at like a typical beach if you were just outside your hotel, right? I don't, there's like, I don't know, there's like a different purpose in people's minds when they visit these places. So we went to the Canaveral National Seashore. Oh boy. Okay. So there's parts, there's different parts <laughs> to this. And uh, one of, so the place of the beach area, that is a hall from the Cocoa Beach area. It's a long haul down the freeway, and then you kind of go into this residential area. Like you, it's a good ten miles from the freeway, and then you're going through a residential area, and it's one way in and one way, then the same way out. So it's not like once you go down into this portion of the seashore, you have to go out the way you can. There's no through road, so it's a commitment. You're making. <laughs> You're making a commitment to this. So we did that. They did have their visitor center open, which is really nice because it tells you about the different animals in the area and what to expect and what to see. And yes, I kept taking pictures to know my knowledge on these animals. Right. Fiona loves to take pictures of all the things in the visitor center. So we always get like a really good idea. There's dragonflies, right? Yeah. Oh, that's the cutest. She took a picture of the plush dragonfly. They have lots of fun little things for kids in the store. And some earrings. Yeah, there's lots of stuff. And, and they had posh underwater. They had a, a nice little display of all the animals um, that you could see. Kind of um, not real live animals and not, you know, stuffed animals. They were just replicas of the animals to kind of give you a good idea what they were. So we did that. We walked, you know, along the seashore. And it's really, it's quite beautiful and it gives you an idea of what all this area looked like before it was built up with houses and buildings and that sort of thing so but later on we were gonna see some real animals right so we did that part and then there's an additional part to the national seashore that's a part of it's on the kennedy space center property you know because they have a big huge piece of land and then part of it's just part of the seashore uh, national seashore so they have this uh, trail it's a car trail so it's a car trail that you take out and it kind of loops you around the ecology of the area and in the environment so it gives you a really good look at the birds that live there and okay yeah people everybody of water in florida has an alligator that's what you need to understand Every little lake, every little pocket that you see of water, yeah, 90% chance of there being an alligator in there. So you, you want to be careful when you're out here. People, 
they don't want you going off the trails. Um, you know, you can kind of stay by where your car is and, you know, go out and take pictures. But just remember there are right over that ledge because it's kind of built up. The ramp is an alligator. Just keep that in mind. Uh, and they had, we saw a spoonbill uh, bird out there doing its spoonbill thing. <laughs> and we saw quite a few alligators out there tiny ones not terribly big i'd say they're probably about five feet but 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 still it's a big warning right right and and yeah even though you see birds in that water you know about 15 feet away is an alligator you know yeah and we always like we always like the show off with the random monsters inc reference mama another gator got in the house gator <laughs> Yeah. What was it? What's his guy? That's like Randall. His... Randall. Yeah. Poor Randall went through the wrong door. R- well, Randall's fate. Yes. Just they, they, they follow getting rid of him because, well, he, he, he went to, because he's nothing but trouble. He is nothing but trouble. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of egrets, lots of cranes out there, you know, just lots and lots of beautiful birds and um, alligators. <laughs> Keep in mind. Just, for, just to protect. And if they're Randall. <laughs> right. So that's kind of what you go to Cocoa Beach for. So it's a nice, you know, you can go out there for the day, an hour in, an hour back, you know, visit the yeah, National Seashore. And here, like we said, we're going to see real animals. There, were, there was a bit of a manatee exhibit. Oh, exhibit. Yeah. So some of the National Seashore was, was shut down to the manatee area. Uh, viewing area that was currently not available uh you could they had lots of boat docks so you could release you know your boats into the water uh i'll also keep in mind there are lots of mosquitoes they were lots of mosquitoes uh, yeah, at the in time March. where i think i think zabic to see the spoon bills or whipping cranes mom got eaten up right so there's a special kind of like a a blue um it's got, kind of a, a type of a blue robin that lives down there it's a special bird that lives in this area so a special species of bird and there's a trail and i was so i was checking it out to see the trail and while i got out of the car for about you know a couple two to four minutes to go read the sign to kind of see i got bit three times by a mosquito so yeah <laughs> Oh, so nice. It is Florida. It is Florida. So yeah, there are mosquitoes. Well, unless you're in Walt Disney World, but there is mitigation. There should be more mosquitoes. Well, yeah, there's been a long plot about <laughs> yeah. having no mosquitoes in Disney World. Well, they use they use some things. They they don't have any standing water. Um, there's there's ways to to get rid of mosquitoes. You know, fish to eat them and. All kinds of stuff. They have multiple, multiple mitigation method, method right. things going on. You know, sometimes find a moment about about moving away from the mantis habits. Oh, good, because <clears throat> my brain would, would hurt afterwards. After the manatee exhibit? <laughs> Why would your brain hurt? Do I need to learn stuff? Oh. <laughs> yes, everything is a learning experience, girls and boys. But yeah, but the good thing is we were going to Walt Disney World and Epcot has manatees and you can almost see them. You can, you not, you can see them better at Epcot because you can watch them in the viewing glasses. They dive under the water. It's, it's hard to see a manatee in, in 
nature because they do spend all their time in the water. So you'd only see them if they flipped a tail up or a head came up, popped up for a few minutes. So, oh, you, you want some feeding time or play time? Yeah. So, yeah, when they throw those iceberg lettuce in there for those manatees at the Epcot, that's where it's at. So another different thing about this trip that we did. So now we're headed over to Walt Disney World. Don't is, worry for out for out for out this 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 Cocoa Beach dry dry food. I was I was very preoccupied with my new drawing game, Disney Art Academy. Oh, is that okay? There you go. Well ignore the other chaos. <laughs> the chaos that is your siblings. And I and I mean while we're driving all ass there has some that has some very stunnel stunnel rea- reactions as well like i think you saw the a uh, halloween store and a had a mickey mouse costume where he looks i don't know what he sold was I, this at coco beach yeah for the town all right they had a halloween store and there wasn't a very happy mickey in there yeah that's what he said all right that happens so at Walt Disney World this time, we did not stay on property. We stayed at the Doubletree Suites that is in the Disney Springs area because we used our points for this vacation to keep our costs down because we were out of DVC points because we didn't plan on coming this spring break because we used our points for last spring break and for the Thanksgiving trip. So, and you can't borrow right now. So we used our Hilton points instead to stay at the Doubletree Suites. Um, it, How it was that? Nice. I've always been curious about that one. I haven't stayed at that one. Um, I like it. We, <laughs> so we stayed there a long time ago, like in 2010, and it was completely outdated. That thing needed to just be torched. <laughs> mm-hmm. But now um, it's, you know, it's, it's redone and it's nice. Um, I, for staying off with a family of five, it's definitely my choice to stay there for sure. Now, when you say it, it's actually on Disney property, but it's right. not a Disney resort. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's considered a Disney, um, property. So you would get the early, you would get the, the morning magic if they had that going on. I mean, the highlights the yeah. for the parks are, are, are there in the, in the check-in areas. Right, there's lots of Disney influence. Now, it's interesting because um, there... And you technically can walk to downtown Disney from there. Yeah, it's about a 15-minute walk. Yeah. So if you want to we if you want to do it, we didn't. Yeah, do yeah, it. yeah. Um, we're not huge Disney Springs people. We actually went to eat. We went to, like, right across from the Disney uh, Disney Springs area is an independent kind of strip mall area. So that's where we went Mm -hmm. to eat. Um, That has been, that has definitely been devastated by the low numbers attending Disney over the last year. I bet. Oh yeah, yeah. If, uh, is that the one the 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 strip mall area that right across from the entrance there? Right. The, the signage, the Disney World signage. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> they just don't have the population hitting the area to sustain that mm. like they used to. I mean, the mm-hmm. a lot of. I mean, there was there was plenty of places to eat. Um, we usually ate at the Taco Bell. Like we go. You know, we're fine with Taco Bell. 
when you're not. It was like it was like <laughs> firehouse sub. Oh yeah, there's a firehouse sub to hit. So if we can, we're gonna save a buck because it's five of us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of people to feed. No, it's a good way to. It's a really good way to do it. That area is usually pretty good. They usually have like there's usually like what you said firehouse sub. There's usually a couple burger places and right, and it was limited kind of because some places had gone out. Um, mm-hmm. I I think once it picks up and the the population returns and they have the amount visiting that they had visiting before those those spaces will be leased out again and new restaurants will go in they even had a small grocery store and that's not that's no longer there really wow Mm -hmm. so i Mm. yeah but people are going to go to disney springs probably before they hit there unless they're like us and we don't you know we don't want to pay for another sit down restaurant you know we just want to go in and out real quick now the funniest thing ever was the taco bell i'm pretty sure their air conditioning was set to 45 degrees i don't know what was going on so it's like everyone yeah just eat outside everyone was eating outside and which is fine anyway because we were going to because it's actually very pleasant. I mean, those right are now, the times but... where I just took off my layers uh, after being in those outfits. Right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. And that's another thing is because the hours were shorter. I mean, they ex- okay, so they extended the hours in some of the parks. I mean, some of them were shorter because we were kind of in that week before you know spring break really hit. So the beginning of the week, there's shorter hours. And at the end of the week, there were longer, more typical spring break hours were going into effect. So, but like Animal Kingdom, I mean, there really wasn't a time for us. There was no dinner times really because it closed pretty early. So we just, we just hit Taco Bell on our way home. Mm, that's totally fine. That's actually saves you all a lot of money. <laughs> money. Oh yeah. 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 Benny's from heaven. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But yeah, so we drove to all the parks. We didn't take the bus uh, from the hotel. That's the only thing that I don't. And we had free, we yeah. had free parking because we had the season passes. Maybe that's why mm-hmm. they they mm-hmm. cancel our flights because the buses. Well, I I don't think that's why they canceled our flight. I think they I don't know what what they could. That that was the strange part is that they canceled all the flights going out of San Antonio on Saturday, the beginning of our spring break. I just baffled. So I don't, I don't know what happened there, but it's San Antonio. So for all I know, San Antonio pulled the plug on it because it's a wacky city, girls and boys. (laughs) One thing I like living in San Antonio, except for the airport. There you go. Well, it sounds like you guys had a good stay at the Doubletree. Yeah. Then. Plus, plus chocolate chip cookies. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, being either gold or diamond, you probably had some kind of breakfast, too, I would assume. Yeah, they they did. Um, yeah. So there was two breakfasts per night. But you and so they did that. I think Jeff and Elias, I was working with the girls, getting them ready in the morning. So Jeff and Elias would take advantage of that. Hey, you know, the ones that are going to eat, let them take advantage. If the ones that don't eat as much, you know, they can grab coffee and a muffin or cocoa and muffin or juice and, you know. You betcha. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of nice. I know, I know mom would have been sending, like, probably Jason and dad <laughs> because they hate the most. You guys go at the time. You guys go eat. 
it's always good to thin the herd sometimes. Mm-hmm. So we uh, and what's also nice at the double tree is they kind of have you know they have a, a microwave and they have a nice counter and refrigerator and a sink area. So breakfast isn't a big deal. We can just grab cereal and milk and if you want like a hot oatmeal in the room or sort that type of thing it's really easy to do that when you have that count they had definitely had a lot of counter space and places to put everything for your morning or if you wanted a peanut butter and jelly sandwich there you go excellent that is nice especially for your lighter eaters you know if they can just have cereal or oatmeal and 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 then that works then if you're an adult that drinks coffee and go grab coffee, if you don't like whatever they have in the room, <laughs> go grab coffee downstairs. Yeah. It makes for a lot less expense. I'm, you know? yeah, I'm not a big breakfast person. Works for me perfectly. See, when we were down at the, the, the Curio Reach, which is attached to the Waldorf Astoria property down in Key West, they provided, um, you know, typically you'd get like a, continental breakfast included but you got for them you had to walk over to the waldorf astoria or you could get a 30 dollar breakfast credit in their restaurant and we just used the credit in the restaurant oh nice so yeah so breakfast is usually you know five to ten bucks for us (laughs) for a cook to order breakfast so that was nice nice yeah yeah it was and yeah you could sit on the patio and watch the atlantic (laughs) it was quite spectacular it worked out very well yes you sent me some pictures it looked beautiful (laughs) well because like mike and i will split a breakfast anymore because they're the breakfasts they had were huge i mean there's just like there's no way like there's no way like even the two of us usually didn't finish one of their breakfasts and stuff and so then we get juice and coffee and then that's it yeah oh yeah those breakfasts can be overwhelming especially like yeah double omelet or you know and all the other stuff you're like oh good experience down there yeah yeah so on the first day at disney i had a bit of confusions because mom says nope don't don't change into your outfit into your outfits yet and 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 then as we wait for like the astro blasters so are you talking about your bounding outfit not yet no, I thought no, you, you were going to go with us on, on this Okay, vacation. she was very confused because I told her you were coming to Florida, but yeah. I told her another part of Florida, but that didn't, wasn't really clear with her. So she thought you, you were going to meet us. So she was really, she, she was kind of like waiting for you to get there. <laughs> oh, I wish our, just our weeks were opposite. Right. Like his week, he was, Yeah. We have a different... His spring break is the week after ours, is the problem. Okay, so it was totally not like the Disneyland times. Right, right. When right. we met in California. Yeah. And Ryan would explain it everyone who I was met the mimic. <laughs> yes, Ryan would know who you were trying to be. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... If you're if you're doing your bounding or whatever you're doing, yeah. Yeah. yeah voices, uh-huh. Yep, so the first day we did Magic Kingdom and we parked. Um, the parking lots, because it's still, I don't I, I, you know, it's, you know how Disney keeps everything secret, right? I guess some people say they snuck up to 35%. Um, the parking lots are pretty darn empty on the whole. So you're not parking very far out, honestly. And we took, but there are no trams either running. So just remember that there's no trams. And we parked. And uh, we took the monorail 
into the park. And just remember that the minute, you know, you get out of your car and you're walking, the expectation is that you do have a mask on. So there okay. are people, you know, in the parking lot reminding you, please put your mask on. And that includes children. So just to be very clear, you know, unless I think it's two and under maybe, but just be weary because sometimes kids look older than two when they're two. So, you know, just be weary that, you know, to have a mask ready. I know it's an inconvenience. I know all kids can't wear them. And, you know, if your kid can't wear one, just postpone your trip to Disney, honestly, because even if you have a bigger kid with Mm -hmm. special needs or disability, um, I mean, it's going to be miserable, right? I, you know, I didn't know if my kid was going to be able to do it, but you know, um, she did. So there you go. We were fine. I also made her like some very special face masks that she enjoys showing to people, (laughs) you know? Well, and that's important too. Finding something that's comfortable and that the kids like it, you know, if they're, if they're early, you know, if, if it's something they like to wear, that's very different than, than just, you know, your disposable mask kind of thing. And would explain a lot. Right. So I picked fabrics that were very soft. So kind of mm-hmm. the soft fabrics that they use for, I think I, they're, they're baby fab, Disney baby fabrics. And I can't remember if they're like for sheets or blankets or, you know, they're, they're not super, super thick. I mean, I have two layers of them sewn together with kind of like a filter in between. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so they're kind of soft on her skin. And then I made the ear so they're very adjustable on them to kind of give her some room and case, you know, so it's not too tight, too loose. There's also always the kind that you can hook, you can get like a special little thing that goes all the way in the back of your head and hook it there. It just depends on, on your kid and what they can handle. But, you know, if Fiona goes to school, she has to wear one. So. It's the same situation. Yep. yep, we all do. We're in the same situation up here too. Everybody's wearing face masks and stuff, and so yeah, yeah. So we kind of had a very uh, our our first day. Oh, actually, we didn't even like go to our this first day that we hit the Magic Kingdom was the day that we left our hotel in Melbourne. So we drove to our hotel, dropped off our luggage, and then went into the park. So it was kind of like a short. We did like a short spurt day uh just to kind of you know have a couple hours of fun and then head to our hotel uh it i don't know if it was full or not this day i know the rest of our trip it was full every day you couldn't get a reservation and i know that hollywood studios is full every single day it just is you know because everybody because it's very limited it has very limited capacity it's it's one of the has some the least amount of space and attractions right now and everybody so, wants to go to Star Wars Land. Yeah, everybody wants to go to Galaxy's <laughs> I mean, so it's like a combination of the two. It's not as so like, you know, the park with the most attractions is gonna be the Magic Kingdom. Mm-hmm. And then the park the parks with the most space are gonna be Epcot and Animal Kingdom. Um, and their attractions and shows and shopping areas are really, really spread out there and they can accommodate more people than Hollywood studios. They're just the, the, just the number that can get through Mm -hmm. into that park and spread out and get on attractions is very limited. Yeah. For now. Right. Oh, absolutely. And it's interesting because there's, uh, what we were noticed are the boat rides, like we noticed before the boat rides are very slow. So pirates, Mm -hmm. Jungle Cruise, 
and small world, I would say I never saw them under 45 minutes. Mm. And we didn't, we didn't go on the small world on this trip just because the line was so long and, you know, and it's okay. It's small world. I don't have to go on it every time. And we also didn't go on the jungle cruise because it was, it was like over an hour the entire time we were there. Mm. Uh, we did go on pirates. That was kind of like, we kind of had to choose which one do you guys want to go on? Yeah, because yeah. mm-hmm. it's okay. just only so much time of the day. But then the Han Mansion, where Al pulled off a bit of a photo joke. Oh Lord God Almighty, help me with Adia. Okay, <laughs> teenagers. <laughs> uh, but like the Haunted Mansion, you know, it's under thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So Peter Pan, a lot of times, was under thirty minutes. Uh, any of these rides where you can kind of get on, uh, I know, okay, so Splash Mountain's very slow. You know, we saw it get up to 90 minutes, even more at some points of time. Big Thunder's not too bad, 45, hovering around there. And you can find a time when Big Thunder is a lot less, like if you time it right, if you get in there. Sometimes Splash Mountain, if it's cold, of course, it's going to be a lot less at the nighttime, but we didn't really run into that on this trip. So, and then, you know, Little Mermaid, that line goes down really low. Dumbo's pretty readily available. And also, to get into the parks, we also like to see the little details they put into it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, this this was cracking us up. So, on the Little Mermaid, when you wait in the the regular, the standby line, because there's really no fast pass line, but so we, st- we stood in the standby line, because I think it was only like 20 minutes. That's not a big deal. What they had those cute little it was like windows. It was like in with, with the blue crab characters. Right. They had those little blue crab characters and they're always stealing um jewelry and mm, gold. It was meant to be like pictures. in like areas, treasure areas. Right. And we thought it was just the most adorable thing is they had a picture of Blue Boy that they had stolen. So the blue boy from um, the Huntington Library collection. And, you know, that is like a huge, like, Disney nerd thing because it was at Donald Duck. Well, well, yeah. And then Mr. Toad. And, oh, okay. And yeah, then, Mr. Toad and then is dressed Mickey. as blue, bird, uh, blue Boy. Yeah. So the Blue Boy is a painting by Thomas Gainsborough from 1770. Uh, it, it's, it's, just go look it up on, go Google it, because it's it's very, very familiar to people. And the Huntington Library, I, th- I think we talked about this before, but it had been a couple of years ago. So there's Blue Boy and there's Pinky, and there are two pictures that the Huntington family, uh, and, and they were in Pasadena, California, which is a pretty affluent area, and they had this beautiful home. And when I was a kid, you could go into their home and you'd see their dining room table. And at one end was Blue Boy and the other end was Pinky. They were done by different paint- painters. One, the Pinky is a girl, uh, land- landscape. She's, you know, out on the, the moors somewhere in England and is painted by Thomas Lawrence. And the Blue Boy, like I said before, is by Thomas Gainsborough. And they kind of just very, they're very complimentary of each other. And, and Pinky was done in 1794, so 20-some-odd years later. Uh, it's just something I grew up with as a child, and the Huntington Library is somewhere where the Nine Old Men and many other animators from the Disney um, group would go, and they'd go to the Huntington mm-hmm. Library. Because, you know, back then, they couldn't Google it. 
<laughs> so they had to physically go to these places or get a book from the library to go study these artists. And when you have something in Pasadena that's only, you know, 40 minutes away, you can spend your weekend there. Painting is really um, impressed upon them, like the great works of art from this period of time. And they would, you know, for fun, you know, they dress up Mickey Mouse as some of these uh, fantastic fantastic you know pictures from this period of time and Donald Duck and Mr. Toad so you know if you want to know anything about you know Disney history you definitely need to go to the Huntington Library and I thought it was just so clever how they had snuck that into the Little Mermaid ride I thought that was fun and it was like something I don't remember seeing in there right so also girls and boys I grew up going to art museums and <laughs> took more art history classes in college than anybody should ever do <laughs> so, just so much information in my head anyway so that was just a fun little treasure finding that on this trip and I'm sure I've seen it before but it's always fun when you kind of have that moment to sit there and think about it and really dive deep into it and nerd out that I'm nerding out on art crazy me but I, I thought that was fun that is really cute. I'm glad that they included that in their in the attraction. It's adorable. It, it's one, I don't know what it what is about those two paintings, but even when I was a little kid, like you walk in this room and you're like, those are amazing. <laughs> I, I Maybe because they were children and I was a child and you just like, oh, you know, someone thought that they were so important to have their picture painted in such a whimsical beautiful way you know you're like oh someone paint my picture <laughs> and and they're on dad uh, find this crate that says sills drills and bits <laughs> okay so this is the, this is just a funny little story so one of fiona's special ed teachers miss sills uh there's a box at the Big Thunder Mountain uh, Mountain Railroad we've oh, never so seen before that has her last name on it. That so. was his Easter egg yes. information. So it's just it's her special Easter egg, and so I sent it to her. I would think for that being from a Western short. I oh, is it from a Western short? I don't don't, don't know. <laughs> uh, I can think of his Pico spell. And... Was there a Sills in that? I uh, well no. I yeah. Or uh, yeah, that just felt. It sounds like a little, a little bit of a of a drill company. It does. Sills rhymes with drills, right? So I think it was just just a coincidence that that last name rhymed with drills. There may have been somebody that worked there that had We're that last name. We're getting zero information online. Yeah. So you know, just a little fun. I just thought that was just fun. It was definitely a trip where we just kind of took our time because it's like extra, you know days and stuff so we had a lot of fun and for some reason i don't know what's going on but we keep eating at the pecos bill uh restaurant because at magic it, kingdom it's less money hmm. maybe because it's less crowded well it's well everything is less crowded yeah and it's kind of limited counter service okay so this is the problem i know what the problem is me knowing the problem so what's happening is like our go-to was the columbia harbor house because i like the i like the selection they had there they had a chicken pot pie they had some i think it was a lobster roll they or and they had some maybe i think some fish or chicken or whatever they had there was a nice selection where i didn't feel 
like I was eating food at an amusement park or a you know a theme park kind of a situation like I felt like it was just like a tad bit above well it's closed and it's been closed pretty much this whole time and what they're doing is they're actually running the Peter Pan line through part of that restaurant Oh, uh, okay. going around the corner and through there. Now, I think one of the reasons it's closed is because the seating inside the Liberty Tavern is very huddled, very close together, and they didn't know how to give it space. So a lot of times we're ending up at the Pecosville Tall Tail Inn and Cafe because I don't want a hamburger and I don't want the pizza from... Uh, was it Geppetto's? Oh, it's basically called... Pinocchio's Village House Well, yeah, there. it's basically Sorry. called that. Right. So we're ending up there, and they have tacos, you know, with meat. You can choose your meats, and they have, like, a bowl you can eat. I so mean, I like... I do like the bacon-y pizza. Right, and they have... Oh, you like the bacon-y pizza? Or the bacon was cheeseburger? There, was there bacon pizza Pinocchio's? I, I think it was just cheese, but I, I think I like the... the the crispy crust of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. It's very kids mealy. All right. Yeah, so we land up there a lot just because they have a little bit of variety and um, I feel like I can get some protein. Oh, but the funniest thing that was cracking me up is I guess <laughs> hubgrass is my favorite color as a thing now. So they have two, because you know, they replace the hubs with that artificial grass. So now they mm-hmm. have t shirts that say hubgra- hubgrass is my favorite color. All right. <laughs> just, why not? AstroTurf. <laughs> AstroTurf. <laughs> All right. AstroTurf color. Hubgrass. Actually, I mean, I actually do like AstroTurf in certain areas. Oh, yeah. Well, and, and there it totally makes sense because people are just sitting yeah. on it, walking on mm-hmm. it. There's no reason to maintain it. You know, it gives them a lot bigger viewing area for people. It's fine. It works. Sometimes fine. you have like areas in your yard too where you can't grow grow grass yeah. and stuff and so you know don't you have astroturf i do in the very back yeah. and i think we're going to put it on the side because we lost so many plants and then we're just going to put planters oh because of the snowopolis yeah snowmageddon oh, took out snowmageddon <laughs> took out <laughs> took out like like the only thing we didn't lose in the back was the sage we lost everything else really yeah wow yeah everyone so. around here is trying to sa- save their sage palms and their palm trees yeah, good luck. I know. I know. I'm just kind of like, I don't. I mean, there were some beautiful sage palms that had been growing for like 15 years, right? I- yeah, I even lost a lot of my tropical plants that I brought inside because the bottom floor got so cold. I mean, it got yeah. down to, even that even that got to, down to freezing one night inside. inside. Yeah. 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 We. So. I lost my, um, my succulents. Yep. That's what I, I lost. My, I had uh, quite a bit of my aloe did survive, luckily. Oh, I have a I have a hearty strain of aloe. So if you need aloe, I got gotcha. you. Cool. <laughs> I mean, this, this stuff is all over the state of Texas. <laughs> and it's really hard to kill. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll send my uh, sunburned children up to you. <laughs> mm. Well, I've got a farm. I've got an aloe farm up here. So, uh, yeah. you know, I always bring aloe. Oh, yes, girls and boys. Always bring your <laughs> aloe with you when you go to Disney World. <laughs> That comes from my grandmother, Flint. <laughs> oh, man. She always had a ton of aloe. Yeah, she did. 
Yeah. yeah. And my mom started doing it too. Yeah. If you got a cut, you go cut off a piece yeah. of aloe. And, yeah. Oh yeah. All about aloe. Oh yeah. Mm. You betcha. So one other thing <laughs> I talk about is we got to try, they call them spring rolls. So outside Adventureland, there's a cart. It's not open all the time, but it's open a lot of the time. And they had these spring rolls. Okay, so I'm from California. So we know what a spring roll is. And we had friends whose parents made spring rolls or friends of our family, you know, made spring rolls. Well, Disney's had a, so I'm thinking, oh, I'm getting a spring roll. No, not, not your typical spring roll at the Disney parks. No, it's like a pizza spring roll uh-huh. or a, some, yeah, uh-huh. no, they, they have different flavors oh, yeah. of spring rolls. So you got to watch. It's not, it's not a traditional spring roll. But my kids were thrilled. <laughs> oh, I would be too. A pizza spring roll? Yes. I want to try. I've wanted, I've never had one. I wanted to try them. Did, did, did they like them? Yeah. So we had the pizza and the hamburger ones. Mm. So, because, you know, when in Rome yeah. and with five people, that's not a problem. Yeah. So, um, this the pizza ones, lots of pepperoni. Holy mackerel. Like, mm. my kids were thrilled oh. with all the pepperoni and the cheese. And there was a sauce. Definitely could taste the fennel in the sauce. So, those were good. I think the consensus was pizza over hamburger. I think... Pizza was my winner. Yeah, because the kids just, the pepperoni. Just, you know, put it out there. It was the pepperoni. But the hamburger one was good, too. I mean, yeah, but it wasn't as good as the pepperoni, pepper, the pizza one. Um, but they're, they were gone, and they were gone quickly. So there wasn't a loser in the bunch. But, I, yeah, we were really excited to try, finally try those because we do, we do love deep fried things rolled up. <laughs> If you can roll that up we're there so and i got some videos of the kids i i don't even know how to tell you people how my kids just talk over each other i'm sure you can figure that out from our podcast <laughs> they love that so that was fun and we definitely got our dole whips this trip um it's really strange too because dole whip you know there's always a line always a line and there wasn't so we were kind of questioning whether it was open. <laughs> like, is that, that is odd. I don't know if I've ever heard of that. Yeah. So it was in the evening. Maybe that had something to do with it. Um, it was on our first day. So it was, it was Wednesday, I think, before the crowds really came in. Mm-hmm. May have something to do with it. I'm not sure. But we, you know, we got our... We all got Dole Whips except for, I don't know, Elias is still on the fence over pineapple. Because pineapple can really have that tart, mm, just that mm, in your mouth where everything clenches. And, mm-hmm. you know, it can, it, it kind of takes a little bit to get used to it when you're a kid. Mm, it can be overwhelming at first. It can. But I am, I am proud, proud to let you guys know that we did the tiki room this time. Ooh. I was so How was that? Excited to do the tiki room. It's the little things, people. It's the little things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because there's so many parts that could get erased for you in the tiki room. Well, you know, it's not it's not my kids' favorite and I enjoy a good tiki room and 
basically what we did is we got, you know, a disability return time for the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And then we went and sat in the Tiki Room and did that. So that's kind of how I got to do the Tiki Room. Like, for instance, I forgot there were two cans available in this attraction. Right. So they have the the pre-show, right, with the little waterfall and the little hut area where the two cans are. And that's kind of cute. It was definitely spaced out. Yeah, so it was nice to get back to the tiki room. I do. I could do the tiki room every time, honestly, for just laying that down. <laughs> Not my family, but I could every single time. Oh, and what I'm really excited is we got to do the Mark Twain. Because it is up and running, girls and boys. <laughs> it had been down a long time. So it was fun. It was nice to just get to sit and travel around the river and see everything because it's been a long time since we we'd done that so it was nice and uh you know it's there's it a lot less people allowed on board you know there, everyone was really spaced out so we had a nice place to sit it was getting a little hot at that point but it was fine you know and i think i put this yeah we put it on instagram there because the day, one of the days we went to Magic Kingdom, Fiona dressed up as Gerbert the Frog. Gerbert the Frog here. <laughs> yes. In her adorable little outfit that was way too hot for the day, but she pretty much wore it all day. Yeah, and this this outfit was a bit of a rush to to get to get together. Because we didn't yeah. want to like 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 fully green. Mm-hmm. And we ran out of time to do the color bit, so we just borrowed my like Jimmy Cricket scarf. Well, well, I think it works amazingly well though with this. So we kind of had to do some give and take because you know if you're doing bounding outfits and you're doing four, it can get pricey. So you want to kind of like make sure that certain articles of clothing work for everything, right? Well, yeah, and and if it's yeah, if it's like a muff, you'll. If it's like themed to a bounding muff, mm-hmm. yes, there could be some pri- pricey moments, but just get everything together of on what you have so far. Right. And one heads up, I mean, my lifesaver for these bounding outfits that Fiona wanted to do, thread up that website because everything is not in season all the time and all the colors are not available. So definitely like do a search there and they have like great coupons and they, if you get things kind of all together the shipping isn't bad at all so it was really nice because we could get pieces for like five and ten dollars and worked out really really well we got the most adorable sweater green sweater that had kind of the paddington bear little hooks on it oh cool yeah okay just adorable and then we did was was green oh i'm going for frog and toad vibes Right, and then she kind of wanted a newsboy hat, a green newsboy hat. Well, just the theme, like his nose tip. Right, she felt like it kind of gave like a frog look to it. So I actually, so we got a green knit one and off of Etsy. And then I sewed on, like I have some really nice uh, felt that's all wool felt, which I love working with for my crafts, especially if I'm doing clothing or something I want to keep because the felt, you know, is just better quality and easier to sew with. And it, you know, it just lies very well flat on the surface. So I made some frog eyes. I put some frog eyes on the knit hat 
And then we had a yellow scarf that we borrowed from... It was like my Jiminy Cricket Halloween costume. Right. So we borrowed the yellow scarf because I felt like Kermit needed some yellow. <laughs> it worked well. Mm. And then we had a, you know, just a plain white shirt. And then we had some green I mean, it, could, it could theme to like him in a tux or something with the white, white colored shirt. Right. Right. So I had a white collared shirt and then some green uh, pants. So Which they kind of look like swamp pants to me, fisherman right. pants. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, you know, it's, it's one of those things where you don't want your greens to match because you can't get greens to match. So you kind of like tone, <laughs> tone like it, it's, tonals it, your green. Don't worry. It still screams Kermit, but huh? just ignore the shoes. Right. And then to kind of just like push it over the edge, we got there's a rainbow patch cause, and then a, a little banjo... Um, necklace like it was a charm for a necklace a little banjo so i glued the banjo to the rainbow and then on the back i glued um, a little pin clasp so we'll you know definitely get that up for you guys to see oh yeah so a really good adhesive when you're kind of doing these like crafty things is this adhesive called e6000 E6000? Mm-hmm. E6000. Right. So it worked with the fabrics. Now on the patch, you know how they have that that weird plastic seal on the patch? You're, you need to take that off. Mm-hmm. And take that off so that the pin clasp can glue directly to the fabric because the glue will really adhere well to into the fabric. And okay. then on the, the banjo part, um, it was metal also, and that glued right onto the top of it. I didn't know how that would work. The glue dries clear, so it didn't affect the look of the rainbow at all. So that was nice. And and yes, I I did keep it whole with my perfect with my perfect lines at at the tiki room, saying with with the animatronics, what type of Muppets were those? Oh, <laughs> the birds in the tiki room. Yes. Yeah. There you go. And yes, a lot of people at, at the at the canteen like to talk to me and Skipper and, Cantina. And, yeah, and say that oh if I'm like actually talking to the Kermit right here. Right. And she was also carrying around her Miss Piggy. Well baby Miss Piggy. Yeah, Muppet's baby Miss Piggy. So it was really obvious who she was. So that was that was nice that we could kind of bring home with a couple that. shot on Instagram. Uh-huh. Put, put a couple shots up there on Instagram. And yeah, I said to the waiter, uh, do you have any flies on the menu? Oh, she's. <laughs> oh, better. Thanks for the jokes. But hey, the Slipper Canteen did involve some puns. Yeah. <laughs> well, Muppets are full of puns. That's kind of how they run, right? They do. And the time it got hot, well, I had to take uh, almost everything off. Yeah, we ditched the sweater by the end of the day. <laughs> I want to go back to the parts in wintertime. Yeah, yeah. So this is something that we're still discussing and working through with Fiona, like really paying attention to like it's not the just layers. it's not just about look, it's about heat. Being comfortable and being able to sustain it all day. Yes. But yeah. she does look adorable on the Mark Twain with her white shirt and her yellow scarf. She kind of looks like she should be working on there. Yes. <laughs> Or oh, I'm I'm. It's an imitation from the Muppet Treasure Island film. There you go. 
So I think that's good for our for our talk for today, the Magic Kingdom, don't you think? Sure. Sure, we can cover the other other parks <laughs> another night or oh, another yeah. another yes. episode. For yeah. Sure. I've... It's fun talking about it, though. It's great to hear how things are doing. Yeah, and it's... firsthand perspective and stuff, you know. Yeah, and it's really comfortable walking around, especially the Magic Kingdom. I think the only, and this is true any time of the year, the only part that gets a little crowded is between Small World and Peter Pan. And the yeah. part, and sometimes the parts where I always tend to run and I'm not, and where I'm not supposed to be, and to like keen to lose something on me, which was my rainbow pen. Oh yeah, that's why I tell people to take the plastic off of the patches if you're gonna glue a pin back because, you know, it's it that happened on our trip. The I didn't do that, and the pin back came off with the plastic backing on the the patch and so luckily that was at the end of the day so it wasn't a big deal but that kind of upset her a little bit that you know i couldn't fix it on the trip i didn't bring the glue with me this vacation's long so it's gonna be like a million days not a million days i know that's a joke (laughs) but no it was a nice trip there's there you know you could walk through cinderella castle Right now, it's really open. So we got some great pictures of the mosaics. You can go park by the villains area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we parked in the villains area. Uh, they're you know they're redoing the front of the castle still for the new shows. They're laying down all the new lighting and electronics that they need underneath mm-hmm. the floor. So they're you, know, you have to kind of walk around that. But it wasn't very crowded because I don't think people really understood you could still walk through the castle and i i give out i give out trivia that did you know that the castle used to be blue and white instead of like purple and pink yeah they changed the colors that they um really went pastel with the colors of the the castle but i in it i don't i really like it in person i really like the castle in person i think it just looks beautiful and vibrant and i know the this, colors they painted every it. every Every time the new stained glass window, it, it just seems, it just always seems like it screams Sleeping Beauty. What, the Cinderella one? Yeah. You think so? Well, uh, there's a lot of thin people, which was in the, like, Mark Davis art style. See, skinny people. Oh, on, on, the, yeah, on skinny the mosaics? People. The mosaics? Are you talking about the, mo- these are mosaics, not stained glass. Is Mosaic, that what you're talking about? Yeah. Oh, shoot. What's his name? Ivan Earl. Ivan Earl. Yeah, the, the style of Ivan Earl. Yes, he, he very the I, lines. He I, did a I, lot I don't of think lines. I was meant to say a M name. Right. Yeah. So yeah, the Cinderella mosaics really borrow from the Sleeping Beauty style of Ivan Earl. Absolutely, they do. Yeah, that does throw so that threw you off a little bit. I can totally understand that. Yeah, I mean, it feels like every time I would go on the buses, people, pe- I would think of people come easily commenting commenting on my outfits yes lots of people commented on your outfit for sure especially the kermit the kermit got the most comments all right we good yeah all right awesome Well, thank you for joining us on another episode of Dizpodopolis. And thank you uh, for being with us for the last four years of our life and your life and everyone's life. So then it's definitely been a challenging last year, but I think we're getting through it. And I see the light at the end of the tunnel and there will be many, many more uh 
podcasts to come and many, many more trips to Disney World and Disneyland now that they're opening up on the 30th just for Californians. But I can see that very soon in the future, they'll um, be opening it up to a broader audience. Should be really interesting to see how that unfolds for sure. And maybe many, many more death tributes. Well, I'm hoping not that. I'm hoping that um, we don't have too many tributes because I'm hoping that everyone lives a long, happy, healthy life. Yeah, and as you said for the tunnel life, I'm I'm just I'm just hearing Beckett's giggle, giggles, giggles in the air. Are you? Yeah. So we were talking about while we're on break, we're talking about. The service that we went to on Friday for uh, little Beckett, and at the end of the service, we released butterflies, and the butterflies were released for, you know, he has three siblings, and kind of like every time they see a butterfly, they can think of Beckett. It's like the Johnny Appleseed trivia. Okay, because Johnny Appleseed planted, like he spread mm. apple trees across the country. And, and, and with the pink clouds, you would think of him. The pink, oh, there you go. There you go. Blossom. Oh, because of the pink blossoms on the apple blossoms? True. There you go. That's a nice tie-in. Yeah, and usually, you, usually me crying about death, I, I guess, I guess if it, if it's like a, if it's like a baby, if it's like a baby young child or someone in their 40s, I, I would probably, I would, I would pretty much cry, but if it's like someone old that, like, don't live a long life. Maybe I would cry, but they'll just be like, I think you lived enough. Well, yes, we all get to a point where, um, you know, if someone's in their 90s and they're not doing very well, that it's okay. It's okay. It's time for them to go. It's, it's okay to be sad, too, over mm-hmm. when, when, when somebody you love passes on. That's, that's natural. That's a normal feeling. It's just hard. <laughs> and um, I'm glad you're processing through it with us. Yeah, I'm I'm hiding my eyes to to get away from the blueness. Yeah, I can see that. Yep. All right, Fiona, you want to say good night to everybody? Yeah, yeah. Good night, um, free free si- siblings. I guess three siblings. And and man. And Mrs. Mrs. and Mr. May Honey. Mahoney. Mahoney. <laughs> hey, I sound like the guy from Comedy Central. Uh, well, May Mahoney. Yeah. May Honey. May Honey. He would. It would be like that. All right, and you can catch Fiona as a Fiona Toad Girl on Instagram and Twitter. And Brian, why don't you say goodbye to everybody out there? Well, good night to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in with us. And, um, you know, uh, our thoughts go out to anybody who has lost a loved one. And, um, you know, um, thank you for processing through some of that with us tonight. Uh, You can reach me at ryanflint underscore edu. And I also wanted to make sure to say a special good night to my mom and to my Aunt Dolores. Yes, yes. Uh, Thank you for joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you for uh, listening as we go through this and we dedicate this podcast to 
little Beckett um, and his family and just want them to know that we're thinking of them and we love them. And also to most of us know somebody or have lost somebody over the last year, whether it's COVID related or not, it's been a hard year to lose people because, um, you know, we haven't been able to do our gathering and the process. So it's going to be, I think, another year before we kind of get through all this and understand and, and it'll take years and that's okay. And, you know, as Ryan said, you know, it's okay to be sad and, and it's time, you know, take time to mm. rest and for yourself and give your time process and take moments to, you know, just be alone for a little bit or, you know, surround yourself with your immediate family, whoever that might be. Um, but yeah. as, as for Jeff, he had to sing a song, Little Angels. Yeah, so my husband um, read a poem at the service, and he was very honored to do that, that the family had chosen him to do that, and he found that very special mm-hmm. moment and thanked them for doing that. I'm not going to cry, but I probably will anyway. Um, but, yeah, I also want to say a special good night to my mom and to um, Aunt Lynette out there. Um, yeah, it's just been a hard and weekend for us. And how about great-great-grandma? Yes, and for yeah, my great grandma, she yeah, she needs lots of prayers right now. She's not doing well. Um, and it's you know, that's also been hard on our family. We've been dealing with that for the last year. But I'm sure all of you um also have a, a grandparent or a mother that um, you know. It's been a difficult year. So do you have something else you'd like to say, and, Deanna? And I will be seeing you on the bu- the bug vision vision side. Yeah, so Fiona has her bug glasses on, so um, she sees the world in happy colors right now. Happy colors. No, it looks like a disco ball. A <laughs> disco ball. Yeah, whatever makes you happy, huh? <laughs> yes, I used to wear rose-tinted glasses a lot when I was younger, so. Rose-tinted, that's what they're called. Rose-tinted, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. So. Um, We will join you again real soon. I want you guys to stay safe out there and we'll see you real soon. Now it's time for a trip around the park and a kiss goodnight.
You know, Ryan, I, I, I'm, I'm actually picturing you looking handsome as a Jimmy Cricket. Aww. <laughs> he's a good character, right? Yeah. He's, he's a dapper character, so many people would look handsome as Jiminy Cricket. This is true. This is true. Dispodopolis is a EFA Solutions production. All music and interviews remain the copyright of their respectful owners and are being used under the Creative Commons license law. All other content remains the copyright of EFA Solutions, LLC. This broadcast is not affiliated with Disney or any of the Disney properties, and the opinions expressed in this broadcast belong to the hosts and guests.